This week on The Real Word, we're talking about an amended realtor lawsuit. Nicole hates this. Love it. We're talking about zoning changes. Awesome. What else are we talking about? I, I have no front doors. No front doors on Nicole's home. Tune in to watch. <laughs> This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 76 of The Real Word. Word is up. The How word is up. How did you know up. what number we were on? There's no I word. I looked earlier. Oh, that was smart. Yeah. Yep. Paying attention here. Gotta. Are you going to keep up today? Trying. Yeah? I'm here. All right. We've got, uh, I believe, an action-packed lineup for this real word. It's a good thing you wore your, your, nice, yeah. your nice striped sweatshirt for that you know weather's a little gloomy here in connecticut and this is a nice you know 68 degree golf pullover i know but it's supposed to be like 80 and humid today so you might be like supposed to be 68 no it's not supposed to be 68 actually at Mm. all but you're definitely gonna have uh, can you zoom in for a second before we start you're gonna have some sweat the uh real world here in madison what does that say go ahead zoom in on that that's that's a lie that's a lie that's a lie let me just flip over to like you know Oh, no, no, but look, 70, 70, 70, oh, yeah. 70. We'll, we'll crack 70. 70 so 70. let's just add 10 degrees on top of that. Well, it was humid. It's supposed to be humid. I feel like once it's humid, it's like, like you just like, and you get hmm. like. I should have better first. I should have. Sweat everywhere. Won some money off that. All right. Anyway. Racket number one. If you knew the show, by the way, we do three rackets. We, we talk about three real estate topics mm-hmm. and say if they're a racket or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Just so racket number one, there is a new turn in the real lawsuit a new turn a new turn wow they they amended basically the original lawsuit mm-hmm. the class action lawsuit that could upend the u.s real estate industry by effectively forcing changes in how buyers agents are traditionally compensated has been amended hmm. adding more plaintiffs and defendants and emphasizing the role commissions play in steering buyers and raising costs for sellers. So that's their big claim is that buyers in the US real estate market are being steered mm-hmm. because of buyer broker compensation, which is paid by the selling broker mm-hmm. uh, traditionally, mm-hmm. and that this is raising the cost for the sellers who know the cost heading into mm-hmm. uh, selling their home. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of information mm-hmm. on this lawsuit. We've covered it. Do you remember we which ha- episode? Uh, That's what you're here for, to remember the episode? I'm sorry, do you? <laughs> no. Yes, <laughs> do you remember? Why would, why would anybody remember the episode? You can go back. Uh, you can go back on our Real World playlist on YouTube and find the episode. Uh, there's also really good content. You know, CNN actually did a really good overview of this lawsuit. Ness, that's in our... Can we link that one up, too? We'll link up this current... Uh, Inman article, we do mm-hmm. that in all of our YouTube mm-hmm. descriptions. Uh, there's a ton of information out there about it. Swanapol Summit, they, we've covered that. Mm-hmm. They, they went through this. Mm-hmm. They actually brought an attorney in. Mm-hmm. Uh, up Episode 68, so, so you can kind of check our initial wow. take Last time on I think that. we referenced episode 69, this one we're at 68. Ooh, we're we, in the like, high we primed. We primed the, at, the, at, the, at the late 60s. The high 60s were our glory days. What they was were, Tom Ferry? 67 or 69? What happened? 
He was what 67. To us? The late 60s. We're I think it's your Madison sweatshirt. It's mm. thrown off your mojo, dude. <laughs> Madison CT. <laughs> uh, no, those late 60s were great. Maybe that's yeah. when Inman really recognized us. Maybe. For that so, well, award. I mean, I feel like maybe the 70s are just like, you're just like, we're high. Oh, by the right? way, a little up, uh, the 80s up, will be great. update from last episode. Inman did reach out thanks to you they guys. They did reach out. For They're not even giving us a ticket to get uh, in, but they want us to sit they on said the. said we could come and speak if we <laughs> can get to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I've traveled with Nicole before, that's so I don't awesome. think that's going to happen this wow. time, but it might. Well, I, I told Inman we'll get back to him by the end of the week. Okay. We want to be out there, by the way. We want to go to Inman Connect. We've Absolutely. been to, well, I've been to New York. I haven't. Um, I mean, I've been to New York, but not. We haven't been to Vegas. This is the first or second year they're doing Vegas. They I've usually had, do San Francisco. So I've never actually, so maybe you don't want to go with me because this, I've yeah. actually never been to Vegas. Yeah, I yeah. definitely don't want to go for that. That would be a racket. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's okay. We'll bring, we'll bring, we'll do like a. I'll be texting oh, Nicole like, oh, hey, I'll we're, be we're the, I'll be, I can make my own vlog. We're going can, on a panel or whatever the heck that they wanted us to actually do a little. It wasn't a panel. It was a thing about podcasts. And we should, we should look and see if we can pull it off. Yeah, but, you don't give me any information. Uh, the information is they want us to come out for like okay. 10 minutes. Is that, that's all I need to yeah, know? Yeah, 10 minutes. Do we want to do that or not? We got to decide. <laughs> Um, but I'll be texting you, right? And you'll be like, no, um, you know, there's a pool party happening. A pool party. I, I oh my God. Know. Okay. So first of all, know. I would not ever be at a pool party. <laughs> that would never, that would never actually be a text you would ever see coming from me. Oh, I took a massage. They, did you know there was like 37 different spas in Las Vegas? Yeah, did you know see, that? Or like that had a bar. Did you know that the, right. the spas here had bars? Let's um, get into the real racket, not the Vegas racket. Yeah, the, no, this, the real is, racket. this is a good, uh, this is a good article. There were lots of words in this article. Well, I had a, a here, tough time. Here are my interesting takeaways mm-hmm. from the amended lawsuit. And the suit, remember, includes NAR, mm-hmm. uh, Realogy Holdings Corp, Keller Williams Realty, Remax LLC, mm-hmm. Home Services of America, Inc., and Home Services subsidiaries, BHHS, uh, BHH affiliates, and, and some Long and Foster and some other uh, BHHS companies. They amended some company names. They even have the company names right mm-hmm. in the beginning. So that, that was one uh, amendment. Hmm. There's 72, That's a 72 pages in the amendment, which was twice as long as the original complaint. Mm-hmm. Um, and the really... Really, their focus is that when you go on to the MLS, you have to make a blanket offer of compensation, a blanket offer meaning, hey, if any buyer broker as the listing broker brings an offer, the compensation is going to be X percentage of the sale of, a, of the home, and that's coming out of the percentage, obviously, that the listing broker signed with the seller. Right. What they're claiming is that buyer brokers are steering buyers Mm -hmm. like and i don't know they didn't use this word but i guess to prove this that there would have to be this overwhelming steering happening or uh, i'm not an attorney so uh, by the way uh we're not attorneys and all of the opinions on this show are our opinions so do not sue us for any of the shit that we're gonna talk on this show that's my little disclaimer you can put a little flashing disclaimer right there you just like uh, to so have I'll, things flash up on the screen yeah just flash some stuff he up likes there. to just flash yeah but you know to to prove that people are steering buyers an interesting point they made was that the buyers don't know okay uh we're gonna go look at these four homes they don't know what the compensation right. is only that buyer broker sees that through right. the mls they only yep. they're the only ones that see broker comments right. things like that yep. mm-hmm do you, in your experience, this is such a micro look. 
do you see buyer brokers steering i have um, i don't i have no idea i I don't even know i don't have any idea i mean i think that um i think that if you're really sort of concentrating on on that then you just don't have enough deals like you're just you're holding on to each individual deal but i can't say that i've ever seen it have agents discussed it before of course um but i've never actually encountered an agent where they um, self-admittedly haven't gone to a property. I've had agents um, call me and ask me about um, compensation or if I'm not offering out the same amount that like we're keeping, like I get questioned, so. And we, and with our listings, we're giving them the sheet of what we're offering to a buyer broker. I've been saying this forever. The commission on buyer brokers is being compressed, not only because of a lawsuit like this, just because of the value trade-off. Because I actually think the properties are being steered by the buyers themselves. Yep. Buyers have all the information of the properties they want to go see, yeah. and they're letting their buyer-broker know way more than 50% of the time or 50% of the buyer-broker relationships yeah. which ones they actually want to go see. It's interesting, though, because if you it's read based the, off of what they like. Right, too. but it, what's interesting, though, is if you read the article, it actually sounds like they're trying to make the reverse happen. It sounds like that based on this, they're actually trying to make sure that buyer-broker's commission is, is saved. Paid by the buyer. That, is that what you're getting from that? I'm getting that they I'm getting w- that they're trying really hard to make sure that once the offer is submitted, a listing agent isn't changing the commission. No. They're, no, no, they're no, making no, no, it no. sound like that no. they want buyer brokers to be paid um, no. fairly. No. They want buyers to pay the buyer broker the complaint in this lawsuit. I'm not getting that. Yeah, I'm, hmm. I'm getting that. And maybe I'm misreading it, but that's absolutely what it could I'm have, getting. It could totally be me. I got really hung up on the fact that on some MLSs, you're actually able to like only show the, based on commissions, like whatever the listing yeah, I agent. I mean, like Las Vegas, no you can as a, as a buyer, broker, or as any agent, you can now filter through properties based off of commission, commission. being offered. And you could, Theoretically, what? according to this article, which will link up this Inman article, that's which will why link the up, lawsuit that that's enough. That's enough evidence right that there to show that, that they're steering. That you could send what? your client. I don't see this on our MLS, by I the way, mean, that you what? could send your client properties only above X commission. This lawsuit, too. Just another little fun fact. If you read this article, this lawsuit references a bunch of previous Inman articles. So Inman, big shout out to you. You were heavily mentioned in this lawsuit without well, being all, a defendant it's which a, is good oh i was gonna say but it's an also a well anyway keep going so i mean here's here's one thing um that i guess I'll, I'll point out is that they're also claiming a seller cannot respond to purchase offers with a counter offer that is conditional on reducing the buyer broker right. commission. so that's what i'm saying like i feel like the the lawsuit is really actually helping to so because they're also talking about the fact that um buyer's agents are saying that they're free, right? Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, if you're a buyer broker, you should never say my services are free. Right. That's a stupid thing to say. Because then when the buyer is... Right. Because then when the buyer is going back as a a counter with that being attached, they're like, well, but my agent is free. Why would my offer then be contingent on their commission rate? As a buyer broker, I am paid by the listing broker, which is absolutely a part of the total sales price, right? Right. Here's what happens, though, uh, for everybody that owns real estate right now Mm -hmm. in America. Mm -hmm. If 
they this changed and buyers were now paying their buyer broker directly mm-hmm. one you'd see basically buyer broker commissions for all you buyer brokers go down to basically nothing like it like it is in other countries right number two it would go down to nothing because they literally the the entire market would just completely go down based off of the of the fact mm-hmm. And it would go down way more than the couple percents of commission that buyer brokers are getting because they would be able to afford much less if you talk to any mortgage lender, much less if they are paying this commission out of pocket because it's eating up their down payment. Well, it's all their Their, down payment in some situations. Their ratios are going to be whacked. For sure. You you know, not being able to mortgage this uh, commission that is basically due in the transaction to their buyer broker By not being able to mortgage that, the entire market goes down significantly, way more than the percentage the buyer broker is picking up now. So it, this is this Very is not only you know the, these six homeowners or whatever six seven eight whatever it is in the amended version that are coming together for this class action suit really hurt the uh, 65 percent of Americans that are homeowners if if this were to happen, like really big time but there's, there's a lot Super more information to come we're going to link yeah. up the current inman article that we referenced i want to link up that cnn article because i think that's a good overview if people aren't familiar with what's going yeah, on yeah maybe i need to reread that article and do i think the uh, do you think the amendments are a racket no. Do you think? no no i Whoa. mean i i turning nicole i think i'm i'm just it, i'm just the whole thing is is eye-opening to see um I, I think it's it'll be a major racket if they pull it off i don't think they right. will i think it could definitely change some things going forward all right, right. racket number two should mm-hmm. we do away with single family zoning this is another inman article and they're really talking about cities here like always you know they're always of just course. talking about the cities. i mean that's all we care about right i mean should no one m- lives anywhere else should more american cities do away with single family zoning when you go through this this article, they're talking about allowing more multifamily development, multifamily development in certainly in small little towns that we deal with here in Connecticut are not traditionally, you know, approved very easily. There are we've got some we have, we have some fans over here. We have some fans um, or some kids running around the office. Well, that's all the fans we get. Yeah, that's it. That's all we've got. I mean, we take what we can get. People, historically, these towns and cities have pushed back against too much multifamily. And, you know, back in the 60s, 70s, you know, everybody wanted a single family home. That was the American dream. Mm -hmm. Well, the dreams have changed a little bit. Our lifestyle certainly has changed a little bit. People need more of this communal living, not necessarily condos, but a community where, yeah, there are some townhouses, there are some, mm-hmm. you know, affordable housing. It, that, that, sure. that Google uh, news that we were talking about earlier is pretty interesting with the affordable housing yes. investment they're making yep. of a billion dollars. Gotta. But you can't solve the problem. New York City went through it with the Amazon of having right. affordable housing if you don't, and New York City doesn't have single family homes, but if you don't have other options for people to live. The single family home zoning pushes geographically people out further, which does cause these traffic jams coming into the city, the smog, all all these different things. Uh, I think they should. I'm a big advocate of updating zoning uh, because it's the year 2019. You know, I don't want to follow zoning like we're sitting in Guilford, Connecticut. Okay, for example, if you go down to the Guilford Green here in this beautiful New England town, I love this town, by the way. Yeah. And if you go down to the green, you're going to see uh, nothing but 1,700 and 1,800 
built homes, maybe mm -hmm. some 1900s, mm, maybe. But you're talking about 1700s. We right. just sold one that was uh, built before our country. It was built in 1730 it, before our country started. When did it start? 76 now? Look that one up. Let's fact check that. Wow, you're throwing out facts here without even... No, we, I'm Declaration just, of Independence, I'm 1776, just, I'm just, 1730 I mean, for this house. You're awesome. I would absolutely, we're not living um, like like we did in the 1700s. We're not right. riding a horse and buggy. Right. I would change all these. I would I would rip half these antiques down, for example. But getting back to the multifamily thing, what, what's your take on multifamilies? Do you love it? Do you hate it? No, I mean, I guess I, I, I feel, I, I'm, I'm great with it. I'm fine with multifamilies. I think that- She loves it. I do, I love it. I think that there could probably be some restriction maybe on like size and the amount of units, things of that nature. Because I do understand, you know, just obviously we're up against sewers there because we're more accustomed to septic systems here because that would obviously be a little bit of a concern too, um, just like waste and things of that nature. But I do think that you could probably regulate maybe like the size just to keep the amount of, you know, the amount of population. But- I agree with you. I mean, we're, I'm not a city girl. I've never lived in the city. I mean, New Haven to me is like the city as it gets. So um, I'm certain that there is probably a need for it, even though I'm not in the city. But I agree with you. I mean, if you have, you know, four homes as opposed to potentially like eight dwellings, in the you know, you're right. I mean, people are having to go a little bit further that you're not able to afford. It's it, it, it's, it, it becomes with, a little with cumbersome. With where we, where we are right now, age-wise in this mm -hmm. country you've got all these baby boomers that want more easier living well right you, or you want to live with them like you or, want in-laws living with you but or, you, you or you want to live close to them because right. you don't r r necessarily want to live with them like do you want to live with your, not, your mom or not, your in-laws not in i mean nance is great um <laughs> I, I think i'd love a wall do you want to live no i don't I, just because your mom watches the show i i've lived with her before <laughs> like, and um, i i left I said to my hairdresser last night, I said, uh, shout out to Danielle. She'll, if she's watching all the way to this, she'll you get You got little, your haircut? Yeah. I oh, didn't you didn't even pick up on it. Pick up on it. Mm. You're slacking. It's the but shirt. The I, shirt I said was to so her, distracting. If I ever say to you ever in my life, hey, I'm going to be moving back in with my parents for a little bit. It's just like kind of like a, which I think is practical advice for a lot of people in yes. between moves, like moving yes. with your parents, yes. save the money for six months. Yes. I think it's very practical advice, yes. good advice, and everybody should be doing it. Mm -hmm. But if particularly I do it, if I ever say to you, hey, thinking about moving my parents for like three months, I just, you know, I'm in this mm -hmm. middle of this thing. It means I am suicidal at that time. Yeah. Like I am literally mm -hmm. like off the it's reservation. It's interesting though because you moved, you moved our losing office my mind. into your parents' that basement. That is true. I mean. And then I moved it right out of there. Yeah, but you were, I mean, it was, it, it hung out there for a little while. But I mean. At no time in my life should, should if I ever said to you, things are great, but I'm moving in, things are not great. I'm, I'm not moving in with her. Like she <laughs> has her own dwelling in the back and so, I'm in the, and like there's like child care. So people want to like, live close. She likes to fold laundry. I mean, there's you benefits. Can't, you can't live close if people are trying to downsize if all you've got is single family options and you have to move in right. these neighborhood. Oh, you go buy a 2,500 square foot house. I'll buy a 2,500 square well, foot house. Well, we see that even in, in, even in this beautiful town of Guilford. I mean, people want to downsize. There was never an option. Now there's an option. And Guilford's people are buying them. Pretty, Guilford's actually pretty good about the zoning downtown, where you can build a you know a lot of times a second dwelling on the property right. if it conforms. Well, downtown you see that for a lot. sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Like my house is a two-family. Yeah, yeah. It's zoned two-family, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but there's a lot of these that have an extra building in right. the back, yes. which I which I think is awesome because then you can 
oh, the in-law uh, or whoever is going to live in the back. Oh, and so many people that are door. working from home now, though. You at least now have the ability to sort of like work from home, but like not in yeah. your home too. This is not a racket. It's 2019. We need to change the zoning laws with how we live today, not how we lived in the past. Don't get romantic. Don't go oh. to town halls fighting the romantic look of your town. That's a, really a loser mentality hmm. if you're one of those people. Wow. Straight up loserville. Doing it. Yeah. I mean, wow. All right. Racket number three. Nicole, yes. this was your favorite racket of the day. That was not true. I just it was mesmerizing. There, there is a home in Atlanta that just hit the market for $1.25 million, and it doesn't even have a front door. Not to mention the lot is 18 feet 18 feet. I didn't catch that. What do you what? mean by 18 that? 18 feet. Oh the my gosh. The lot is 18 feet Suave, wide. You got to put this picture up. I mean, Look at this. eight, it's eight. There can't be a front door there. If you had a front door on this house, we'll, you wouldn't we'll even have article, any room but. to do it. Like, so your, your, a door is typically at three feet. Like you couldn't, like it would be the biggest waste of square footage to actually have a front door. How do you get into this house? Nicole? You have to go down a ramp underneath that. There's not even a driveway on the Dude. side because the lot isn't even wide enough. I like so those. So you're pretty much pulling into your home. I like those walls. You don't have to put anything on those I walls. I mean, they speak for themselves. 18 feet. That's not even a two car garage width. A two car garage is what? 24? 24 is a two car garage. I mean, you have you have just a one car garage underneath. Look at that twilight, though. No, it's beautiful. Is that hot? Yeah, no, the photographer's fabulous. That's we should, a great we should hire Norman. I mean, he's great. Um, it's it's I feel though based on the pictures it's a little prison like it's a lot of cement um, but look at it I mean hello yeah, there can't be any zoning laws in Atlanta for that I mean it takes up your whole lot like that sorry. car right there out of the window yep that's the neighbors like that's not even your car like your car's underneath that's all you have the ability to do is to park underneath yeah I don't need a front door I don't you can't you can't in this house. There's no. no room for a front door. You can't do it. You can't. There's no room. But do you need one? Um, you don't. Well, use, oh, you you guys use your front door well, once a year my, on Halloween. Yeah, and my children <laughs> go to the bus when they're like oh, they? like running out <laughs> to get to the bus. It's usually the front door. Yes. Right. No, I don't need a front door. But you just you legitimately cannot have a front door. I like the house. I don't think this is a racket. I don't want a front door now either. It's <laughs> even though I use oh my, my God, front that's door so because funny. you would do that though on purpose just so that nobody can come yes, to your door. Yes. <laughs> front door. You would want that for a completely different reason than size. It would just be like I could just see it now. Like it's all taped up. Like in, in our other office, I'm gonna get rid of the door and the I'm front. gonna create a tunnel so nobody even knows a if tunnel. I'm in the office or not. Yeah. My goodness, you're gonna use a tunnel. I'm going to use a tunnel to get into the office. Yeah. It's interesting. No door. No. Get rid of the doors. It does though. I, Panic I, I, rooms only. What is interesting though is it's, I'm, I'm interesting, I'm interested to see if it sells because it sounds like it is the most expensive home on the street. Um, it sounds like there's some Victorians and, you know, traditional colonials and stuff in, in the neighborhood. Um, I'm assuming that their lots are larger than 18 feet. Tiny little lot. I love so it. So it'll be interesting to see how it all goes down. But now that it's been an Inman, maybe maybe that's jacking up the price. And now that you're on the real word, it's now, probably ooh, worth one the, five. Yeah. I mean. Oh, jeez. Throw, anyway, throw us a referral fee. Throw us a referral all fee right. on that one. Um, and like, look though, there must have been something going on you though. You well, else? if you look at the roof, look at the roof. It's like a weird angle. Like mm. there must have been some sort of height restriction yeah. that they had That's to good call. manipulate on that one. But anyway. Attorney Nicole, architect Nicole, she does it all. I am not an attorney. When did I even, when did we, didn't we have a dis 
pop up already? Yeah, we did the pop up. We that did was the pop up. mostly for me, so I don't get sued. <laughs> All right, we're gonna link this up. That's another Inman. That's three Inman articles. We love Inman. Inman. So if you do want to cover that plane ticket out to I mean, Inman Connect Las something. Vegas here in July, we're happy to accept. Wait, or if they don't, at least give us the award. That, by the I way, mean, the Inman Connect Las Vegas is, and they're not paying us to say this. Clearly, they won't even pay for us to come out and speak. We no. love you, Inman. Uh, it's July twenty third through the twenty sixth. They did pay for my membership, 26th. though. They did pay for my membership. No, our board pays for it. No, no, no. But then they, they did. did. They, they double paid. We got yeah. To, yeah, we gave that one away. Yeah. Um, that's going to be at Aria. Maybe we'll be there. Stay tuned. Jack up Inman. Tell them to pay for What's us. The What's the date? What's the date? July twenty third to the twenty sixth. Okay, I can do Most, that. Yeah. I'm available. Right. Keep it real. Let Inman know to fly us out. <laughs> Put it in the comments. <laughs> Bye, guys.